This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. The Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe. It's electrified. Boogie, woogie, woogie. So you can boogie, woogie, woogie into the forest. Boogie. Boogie, woogie, woogie through the mud. Or boogie, woogie, woogie to work where you boogie-woogie-woogie down the hall to your boss's office to tell him you quit. Sure got the boogie. Then you boogie-woogie-woogie to the elevator as he boogie-woogie-woogies after you, begging, please, take me with you. Boogie. The electrified Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe. Learn more at jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Welcome to Riffin' with Raph and AD. Coming to you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Now here's former Huskers, Chris Rapp and Aaron Davis. All right, everybody. Riffin' with Rapp and AD. We're back. Better than ever. Wednesday night, it's two hours of the week. We're here with our special guests, John Squire and Nate Larson. Talking a little high school sports here tonight. So, John, I was... I was going to ask you when the recruit, you said Abby's recruiting was a little bit later than most. There you go. Turn that mic. There you oh, go, baby. There you um, go. What, um, what, like how, how did that pro when it began, how did it begin? Did, did the coach, do the coaches, when they contact the kid, I'd assume, but what, it, what kind of contact did you have with like coach Ravel on the Yeah, coaching that's staff? a, that's a great question. Um, so, Abby fell right in between the rule change. Mm. So <clears throat> prior to Abby's class, it was a free-for-all. The coaches could contact the kids. You know, they were getting offers out to eighth, eighth graders. Mm-hmm. Abby's senior year, or no, junior year, they passed the rule where they couldn't contact the student-athlete until September 1st of their junior year. So <clears throat> Abby had a a really good sophomore season with her high school team and oh, was starting to attend some camps and and things but it it was not much and then her junior her junior year they won the state championship at Southwest she happened to have a great game hit a couple home runs off of Jordy Ball who's now at Oklahoma um they won the state title and and then right after that um she joined up with Iowa Premier, and they went. I I want to say it was the very next weekend from the state tournament. Mm-hmm. She went to a tournament in St. Louis, and then she flew out to Florida for a big showcase tournament. And I remember her texting me and said, "Dad, there's like 200 college coaches sitting in the stands." Wow! And she happened to have a really good weekend, and then it was on. And so she was receiving calls from. Um, Minnesota and Nebraska and oh, there was a number of other ones. I I can't even remember now, but, um, 
So, you know, then the, the school would invite her to the campus and sometimes there was a camp along with that. So she did some visits with that and we attended a, a fall game at UNL and, um, it, I, I think it's different in softball than it is in football because the coaches mm-hmm. never came to my house. None of them did. They invited us to campus. Mm-hmm. But um, so it wasn't until her ju- middle of the way through her junior year before things gotcha. got going with the recruiting in for her. Mm-hmm. So then, Nate, I was going to ask you then, how does the contact go with coaches to to the coaches in the high schools and athletic directors, what, what kind of contact when a coach is interested in one of your, one of your students, how does that, how does that go about? Um, well, you know, I've got a, a perspective from a coach and as an AD, um, you know, I, I look back as a, as a coach, uh, when I was in Aurora, um, you know, I had, I had Bo Pelini sitting in my classroom waiting to talk to, to Andrew Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, he, he drove out to school and, you know, you talk about just kind of an everyday guy, you know, we're like, you know, coach, we, we probably got to get you out of the hallway before class gets out. We got, <laughs> you know, we got 300 kids in the hallway and they're all pointing at you. Like, That's coach Bellini. He's like, Oh, it's no big deal. We're like, uh, you, you kind of are. So, you know, I mean, but you know, they football, they had a recruiting coordinator. The recruiting coordinator would call me, you know, and there's rules that, you know, coach, I can't mention a player by name, but we'd like to invite him to a game. And it's like, well, okay, I know who you're talking about. Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll talk with the kid. We'll get it set up. Um, you know, as an AD, uh, particularly in the size of school that I'm at now, we probably have a lot more of, of the NAIA type of kids uh, that, that's going to get a play at the next level. And those college coaches will contact me and say, hey, you know, what's a good time where I can meet with your coach and, and with this kid to talk about what our school has to offer and maybe maybe not only academically what we can offer them, but financially what we can offer them to, to try and get them to want to come to our school. Hmm. Okay, so we're talking about you, – you're both talking about, you know, just the financial aspects of things, okay? I'm going to bring this to you guys. And Nate, like I said, before we take our next break, we'll let you know we'll let you out on this next segment because I know you're in the golf course and been gracious with us this time. But let me put you two in the situation, Nate. We go back. Uh, you're 18 years old, man. You know you're starring here in Lincoln. <laughs> All right, NIL money is still. Let's say it's still going. Actually, it was going. It just wasn't legally going. All right, we can go look at SMU. <laughs> yeah, there was money bag. The bag was still getting delivered. I, I don't know how you guys lived in Lincoln High, man. <laughs> <laughs> The truth comes out. <laughs> that that gold chain AD was wearing was real. It's like that old Olivia Skeller skit. Don't 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 talk about Miss Jenkins. Don't talk about looking high like that, man. All right. well, when I was when I was in school, it seemed like every every stud that showed up in Lincoln ended up in black and yellow. Black and yellow. <laughs> yeah, it's southeast. How did that happen? Yeah, I wonder how they secured the bag over there southeast. We're good. We're good, right, man? Hey, man, y'all had dudes living in Air Park going to southeast. I'm like, that ain't in the school district, man. <laughs> it's called great coaching. Yeah. Well, hey, we'll let you stick with that. All right. We'll let you stick with that story. <laughs> Well, Larson, you're a kid today, okay? You're a kid today, and I know this is hypothetical, and it's hard to answer because it's not in the situation, but it's hypothetical. 18 years old, man. Someone's trying to help you secure the bag. What you think about this, Squire? 18 years old, man. 
They're throwing out six-figure deals, seven-figure deals for some of these kids. The kid is just committed to Miami, $9 million. He's making more than probably half a dozen or more quarterbacks in the NFL. He's not played a single down yet in college, all right? Not even – you could say green. He's not even green behind the ears yet, not even wet behind the ears yet. Doesn't know what it means. But let's throw you guys in that situation. 18, these schools are throwing the bag. How would you deal with it? This is transformational money. Y'all was talking about transformational coaching? Yeah. This is transformational money. And you know what? Let's be honest. The young man from my, that went to Miami for $9 million, I don't know his home, socioeconomic status with his parents. $9 million is a generation changer. You invested right. That, $9 million changes. $9 million is a couple generations. Yes. Changes. That changes. Up, man. That's on. right. That changes family trees. Raph, how would you deal with it? Larson, be on deck. How would you deal with that type of pressure, man? Well, for me, I I think it's a very unfair position to put that young man in. I'll be mm. honest. I, you know, I'm, I would say 99.9% of kids are going to take that money and, and go play. But I don't think they're ready for that. There's already going to be a lot of external pressures. Um, the... You know, you look at the pro locker rooms. Mm-hmm. They can't even they can't even get along. Right when, when you know Kevin Durant. <laughs> some some players are getting big money and others are getting the league minimum. Right. I mean, can you imagine a eighteen year old oh, kid coming into a, a locker room with twenty two, twenty three old men that you know aren't making any money? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I I really can't imagine. I think it's very unfair. I think I really hope the NCAA does something to. Not squash it. It's not going to squash because it's, it's a su- Supreme Court rule. But I, I do think there needs to be some parameters to protect these young athletes, whether it be, you know, when they graduate, they, they get some money, but whatever. But I, I, I guess I'm so far removed from that. I don't even know what I would do. I, I have no idea. In the words of George Lucas from the movie American Gangster, I'm going to get that money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you know uh, yeah, along with money comes strings. A lot of strings, oh, man. So, a so, lot of strings. So the fine what, print. So what happens when some of these young men that are making millions of dollars before they ever get to college and they don't perform or they don't go to class or or they get hurt, then what happens? <laughs> you know, Guy Rogier said something last week. He goes, you plan for the wins or you plan for the bag now? You plan right. for the money. It's a big thing. Yeah. Larson, what about you, man? You got a chance to secure the bag generational i mean you like i said changes generations what do you do honestly i know this hypothetical we're all adults i mean well seasoned adults at this point but i'm saying if you could hypothetically put your mind of an 18 year old kid right now female or male obviously you're male so for how would you deal with that man how would you deal with that type of pressure well i mean as an 18 year old kid i'm i'm saying give it to him yep absolutely absolutely i'm going um but you know the downfall of that is as an 18-year-old kid, I have no clue how to manage that. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and you know, we're, we're all sitting here talking. We, we were fortunate to have some guidance that would have helped us, mm-hmm. um, you know, if that were the case. But, you know, you look at, at – and not just the NFL. That's what we, you know, we talk about because football is where, where a lot of the big money is. You bring up Kevin Durant, the NBA, MLB. All those leagues have, have like, onboarding meetings for their incoming rookies. And, and part of what they do is teach them how to handle that kind of money. Mm. Like you're you're going to have 
access to things you have not imagined in your wildest dreams. How do you deal with that? How do you make sure you're not the guy that in five years mm. ESPN's doing a 30 for 30 on, like, man, this guy had a $35 million guaranteed rookie deal and is broke now. And and that's something that the, NF, the, the NCAA, if they're going to continue to allow this, they're going to have to start a program like that if they're truly about the kids. If they're going to let these kids make this kind of money, they got to have something in place to teach these kind of kids how to handle that kind of money. Lars, everything you said is spot on. Here's the issue, though. NFL, billion-dollar industry. They have rookie symposiums all the time. They have during-the-season symposiums where they teach these guys financial literacy, financial management. Yet within three years, over 60% are broke. So we're talking about adults who play pro football, pro sports. MLB has it. NBA has it. All your major sports, your pro teams, they have these symposiums that teach them financial literacy. You know, get connected with people. They're not going to, you know, steal from you blindly, sell your beachfront property in Nebraska, you know, et cetera. But yet, think about this, yet over 50% are broke Within three years, you know, where they were from. So now we're saying, okay, if seasoned professionals, after they retire, so it means after they retire, the average football career is, what, three years? Yep. NBAs, give or take, similar to the same thing. So these guys and gals, but these guys, we're talking men's sport, or guys and gals as well. They're 24, 25, 26 at this point, and yet they still don't know how to manage their money. So how in the world do we expect someone 18 who's never played a college down yet, sure as heck ain't played pro ball yet, how do we expect them to do it? The problem is, and Guy said this, we are blamed, I'm not saying we're doing it, we're expecting kids to make decisions that adults wrote off on. We are in, I'm telling you, in three to five years, we'll have enough data to see where this thing went, okay? To where, okay, we can have, we can have representative samples. How do they do financially? How did they do psychologically? How did they do spiritually? How did they do mentally? How did they handle that money at such a young age? One year is not going to be enough. Two years. But I think after three years, you'll have a good representative sample. And you, there's, I mean, plenty to go from. How did? How is this working out? Now, I'm not saying it's going to bust. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's sustainable, though. Yeah, let I, me add to that real quick, AD, before you guys get into it. Because you were talking about the NFL. So 2021 new study. 78% of NFL players go bankrupt or fall into severe financial stress within two years after Repeat retirement. that again. Repeat that. 78% 78. of NFL players go bankrupt or fall into severe financial stress within just two years of retirement. 78%. That's thing your eight out of every 10 players goes bankrupt. Goes bankrupt. And that's last year's data. Yeah, that's 2021. That's, 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 that's a year ago. Not even a year ago now. 78%. But yet... We're telling kids 18 years old, hey, man, I got a bag for you. And, I, again, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying the way that was rolled out, I think we're setting some people up for a lot of injuries financially, mentally, psychologically, etc. Because here's the thing. We don't still know the details. What's the criteria for some of these contracts? Okay, if, if he or she gets hurt, do they, is, that, is that contract still? Is that void? Let's say that person's not performing. We're expecting, we're expecting Abby to have a what? What's what you got? Good bad, 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 bad average in softball. Twenty nine percent. If you hit four hundred in softball, you're you're an all American. You're an all American. But let's say, heaven forbid, Apple slips to like I don't know, two hundred. Is that money dependent on their performance? Well, of course it is. If you're a business person 
and you have a marketing sign on, if that person's not even on the field, heaven forbid there's an injury, what's the return on the investment? Yeah. This I, is now a business. There, there's, there's some big companies that don't want to get involved in this. And, I, you know, I let's just say Chick-fil-A, who yeah. has a reputation of doing things the right way. And, and I think if you were... If you were Chick-fil-A, would you want to do a, uh, an NIL deal with somebody who could end up on the front page of the newspaper getting arrested? That Now you're linked to that. Got to watch that money. So, yeah, money. I just think it's it's – I just think it's bad. I don't I, – I think it opened up Pandora's box. There was a lot of unintended consequences with it, <clears throat> which they should have expected, I think. But you know what, John? The but, scary thing is this, though. And, Lars, I want you to think about this. You'd be an administrator. I want you to think about this. Ed O'Bannon and his brother. What's Ed O'Bannon's brother's name? Charles, I believe. Charles O'Bannon. Charles. Charles O'Bannon. Keller, our former quarterback here at Nebraska. Sam. Sam Keller. They put this in motion 20 years ago. Name it like this. We were giving the business to, um, uh, what's the quarterback's name, man? The little knucklehead with the Texas A&M. Texas, Texas Tech. Texas A&M. John, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel. Johnny. Now, as much as people, but they can, you can feel whatever you want about the guy. The guy was signing footballs for 20 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Think about what we're talking about. For 50, 60 bucks, he was signing helmets and jerseys, and they nailed him. He's like, really? I was just basically getting rent money. These dudes just rolling up in like six-figure yeah. car deals. Um, again, I'm not knocking it. I'm just simply <laughs> saying the point is the NCAA, once again, is a day late, a dollar short, or a dollar short, a day late. They seen this coming two decades ago. Harrison, how old are you, man? 23. 23. He was three years old when the NCAA <laughs> knew that it was coming down the pipe. But you know what they say, Dad? They drag their feet like they always do. And you know what they would do? And they would stick at the guys back in the day. And here, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't feel sorry for the NCAA. This is, this is how they do things. They always wait so late. And then they want to puff their chest out and say, we're going to save the day. It's too late. Yeah. Well, and I'm afraid with some of these young um, student athletes, be careful about what you ask for. True, because it may not be what you what you wanted. Right? Uh, did you, well, Lars, what you think? AD Go ahead. Think, think about this. I mean, like you said, put yourself in the in the shoes of an 18 year old kid. You're going to be a college freshman. Somebody offers you mid six figures to I'm taking the money to bro. play name the sport. You know. And, and you've got your guys that, that you've hung out with your entire life. What does that summer look like? Oh, bruh. Any, are any of your buddies paying for anything? No. Mine aren't. No. Mine aren't. No. No one is. Mm-mm. No one is. Because not no. only that, you have that cred. I mean, you, you, get, you have you, at 18 years old, the, first of all, the brain's not even fully developed until you're 24. I ain't knocking you, Harrison. I know you ain't 24 yet, dog. <laughs> He's like, so what you saying, dog? How about you run your own soundboard then, Baldy? <laughs> Since my brain's not fully developed. <laughs> that's, just, that's, just, that's just biology, though. But then we're asking them to make decisions that are twice their age, twice their capacity to even process it. So I, I just think we're on a very slippery slope. I don't have a problem with guys getting money. I do have a problem that there's no checks and balances. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, once that and, and guy brought it up last week, big bro guy Rogier, he brought it up. Who's gonna Who's gonna pick these kids up when it crumbles? Right. And what's the incentive to get to your degree? Isn't that the goal yep. about going to college? You nailed it. Yep. So 
You nailed it. You know, in in my in my world, I would have I would have think they could set up some kind of a trust that when you graduate in in good standing and you've exhausted your eligibility, yep. hey, here's here's a check. Here's a check and it uh it's going to start you off way ahead of everybody else in life, but with a degree. With a degree in hand. Yeah. And the the other thing, I don't know if you want me to throw this bone in there to chew on, but Louie would love with, it. With, <laughs> with, with female athletes, then this is the, they're not looking to go pro. Mm. There very few female athletes good point. from college go pro. So and with the NIL, um, you know, I just saw a stat where um private donations or or donations to NIL aside from businesses, um you know, they make 7%. Uh, males make 93% of the NIL money for in in that situation. Wow. So, you know, we talk about nine, Title IX and we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of that. But really? What a way to celebrate. Where are, where are we at with this? So, the just into something else to chew on. No, that, that's, that's a great point, Johnny. The disparity is still very, it's, it's very much there. Yeah. I mean, even like we talk, I always talk about when NIL came around, I thought it was going to go to help everyone. And you see that 7% for the females, which it's not right. Um, you look at the locker room for the football team. I'm guessing that that second string right guard is probably not making any NIL money. So it's it, it was I thought it was meant to help everyone, or at least to play a part to help everyone. And it's not helping everyone. It's helping the top echelon five-star players, you know, your four stars, it's helping some people, but it's not helping everybody. When we see this type of money that's being thrown around, you know, Texas tech, their $200 million addition that they're making to their field. Mm -hmm. Well, if you've got that, if you've had that kind of money at all this time, this whole NIL, you know, it's, I think it's a mess. I mean, there's some, there's a lot of people that are making a lot of money on NIL. So, so they're thinking it's a pretty darn good thing. I'm looking at it as you could have helped so many people long ago, right? but people were so greedy and they, 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 they couldn't, you know, it could have been done differently. And it, it's upsetting that we've got to the point that, that we're at now. Folks want to take a John, quick break. You bring up hey, go ahead, Lars. great points with go ahead. that. Um, you know, you talk about, you know, the, the revenue generating sports and, and the point being getting a degree, you know, look at, you know, you're, you talk about the four and five star recruits in, you know, you talk about the two main revenue generating sports for college, football and men's basketball. How many of the big time recruits, we're talking, you know, the, the high six, seven figure NIL people are planning to get a degree when they go to college? Mm-hmm. Those, bas- those basketball players are one and done. Yep. yep. The NBA allows them to be. The, the football players are planning on three years, but that's because that's the NFL rule. And if the rule there was one year, they're gone after one year. They're gone. They're gone. They're ghosts. So, but, but you also talk about Title IX and, and the percentages, 93% versus 7%. When's the first lawsuit going to get brought mm. against the university <laughs> for that disparity? Mm. Well, and, and, what, and what's the Supreme Court going to say at that point? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's I'm not an attorney, but I'd love to hear one. You know, I think that's why entitlement or uh, NIL is kept separate from from, from the, the actual university. universities yep. because they don't want 
anything they to do no it. Parts of it. However, they know they kind of need to have the boosters that are arranging that kind of thing to be able to compete recruiting wise with everybody else that that's in playing the game that way. So yeah, it's it's very interesting place we are right now. Folks, we have look at it, look at NIL. Nebraska's been selling themselves as one of the most progressive NIL schools for for the last year and a half. Right. Okay. You know, we we've hired people. We're doing this. We're taking care of the athletes. Okay. So if we're advertising that, how are we not to some extent responsible for where the money goes? Mm-hmm. You've seen the video of the Texas A&M assistant coach talking about to the recruits how much money's out yeah. there for them. Yep, as you give them the tour how's of the, the stadium. How's the university not on the hook for that? I think there's going to be a lot of people, as this thing is new, it's rolling out, there are some who are killing themselves with some very self, you know, <laughs> there's some self-discriminating evidence they're giving against themselves. I think there's a different terminology that's got to be learned, a different playbook, etc. we got to pay some bills. Nate, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight, man. We appreciate the input, man. We're definitely going to have you back on because this is not going anywhere anytime soon. In fact, it's going to get bigger. Nate, we appreciate you, man. Um, athletic director at Logan View High School right up there at Oakland Craig. Uh, Nate, thanks a bunch. We'll be with you. Folks, you're with me with Raph and AD. Also have John Squire. who's going to stick with us this last uh, 33 minutes. Good Lord, time went by fast. We're going to pay some bills. We'll be right back. This is the 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.